You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So today's episode is going to be all about our podcast retreat in the mountains of Arizona the last weekend of January. We will chat about why we did it and why it now will be a yearly thing, where we stayed, what we did, all the cozy details. Uh, Plus, we will give you some encouragement to do the same or to create some of those maybe cozy creative vibes for yourself, whether you have a podcast or not. So first, back to our usual neck of the woods down here in the desert. What's happening around the neighborhood for you? I want to share about two cookbooks that I am loving lately and that are just bringing me some much needed dinner and kitchen inspiration. Okay. The first is Weekday Vegetarians by Jenny Rosenstrack. I know that you know about this one. I think that you have it mm-hmm, too, right? Mm-hmm. So that one, I got it for Christmas. It just has beautiful, bright, inviting food photography. And I just, I love a vegetarian cookbook that anything in there, I don't have to modify, yeah. leave out anything, and we can cook it for our family. We have especially loved, just last week, we made the crispy tofu sandwiches with coleslaw they were mm. omg good chris oh. and i were just eating them just raving about them oh my gosh this is so good we have to make this again so that was really great and then the other one is the no fuss family cookbook by ryan scott i just came across this randomly at mm-hmm. the library checked it out and then i used up all of my renewals all eight of them oh. so that i could keep it <laughs> At home, so as that's long as one possible. you probably need to purchase. Huh? I definitely need to purchase it. And a winner from that one are the mac and cheese mini muffins that Chris has renamed for our family as mac and cheese bombs because oh, you do. Cute. It's basically make homemade, very cheesy mac and cheese, uh-huh. but there's like some crispy panko mm-hmm. breadcrumbs mm-hmm. in there on the top and bottom. Bake it in the little mini muffins. Yum. Oh my gosh, the boys just go crazy for them. So does Maeve, Yum. and that's that is a winner in our house. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to need to check that one out. Um, My neighborhood news is that we got a new dishwasher installed Mm -hmm. plus our monthly house cleaning in the same week. So that equals a happy month. stars align. We got back from our retreat and those things were both on the calendar for this week. And I was like, okay, homeschool schedule is going to be kind of crazy because, you know, people coming and going, but it worked out great. We had a little, I've also decided this is a new thing. When I am getting a monthly house cleaning, we are going to pack up Peggy in her kennel. She stays in her kennel and she's perfectly fine in the guest room and that doesn't get much use so they don't clean that. And then I'm going to pack up my little old man chihuahua dog so he doesn't bark incessantly for two hours with Jeremiah working from home and we are going to go have like a car picnic or a... You know, this time it was just in the car because Buddy finally settled in. So Mm -hmm. we stayed in the car, but we brought some books with us. The girls brought their iPads and we just made it like an extended lunch car picnic. I love that. Just make that the routine. So then you just know and it, you know, getting your house cleaned should not be stressful. Right. (laughs) It shouldn't add stress. Exactly. So it was so nice to just pack up everybody and leave and come home to a clean house. Jeremiah could like check out with them. And then I, we walked into the angels singing and the floors gleaming and it was amazing. So good. Worth every penny. Okay. So let's first chat about how this retreat maybe started and evolved from what we normally do and why we decided to do it. Well, so 
since the dawn of the podcast about, I think, (laughs) we have made a tradition, a ritual of getting together once per year and just planning out all the episode topics Mm -hmm. for the coming year. Mm -hmm. So that just, it's just easier for us if we just get it on the calendar and we're not making decisions all the time about what should we talk about next. Um, And then we're really able to also, I think, just have a broader view of the podcast yeah. and also able to balance, you know, lighter topics with deeper ones and parenting topics with more um, non-parenting topics. So um, our our kind of season starts for us in the new year. And so we're always trying to do that get together in December or like very mm-hmm. early January. And it's always fun when we get together and do it. But honestly, we're just fitting it in yeah. in such a busy, probably just like a half day whenever we yeah, can squeeze it in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the busiest time ever, the time when both of our families are home. Mm-hmm. So we can't even get together at one of our houses. And for whatever reason, finally this year, I had the epiphany as I was looking at the calendar. I just thought, hey, Instead of doing this at the busiest time of the year, let's just set our couple of episode topics for January Mm -hmm. and then let's go away together. Let's just give ourselves real time. And I think I was just also craving a personal retreat. And so that's how I posed it to you. I was like, hey, let's take our Girl Next Door planning session on the road, Mm -hmm. combine it with just our own time to also have some personal retreat time. And that is how it was Mm -hmm. born. Mm-hmm. It was genius, and we're going to be doing it all of the time. Yes. Now. So we stayed in Pine, Arizona, and Pine is so great because it's a really pretty 90-minute drive from the East Valley here of Phoenix where we are. So in an hour and a half, you completely change climates from the desert to pine tree-covered mountains with all four seasons, mm-hmm. and it's just an hour and a half drive away. It's honestly, from from when we moved here, one of my favorite places in Arizona and um, – one of the things I really love about Arizona is how different it is depending on which direction mm-hmm. you drive. So actually, honestly, we will probably be looking there when we get a cabin, hopefully soon here. So it was just like our ideal place. Um, we stayed in an Airbnb, the recently remodeled Pillow in the Pines, and you can actually find them on Instagram. We'll link to the Airbnb listing if you're local, um, but it's just at Pillow in the Pines Cabin. And the owners actually own the property next door, so we got a chance to chat with the owner, Mark, as we were leaving, and they had bought this cabin from an older couple and completely remodeled it and did most of the work themselves, and it was just the perfect mix of cozy meets mid-century modern because there was like a really cool olive green Mm mid-century modern fireplace that they kind of based the design around and but they did it themselves which felt so encouraging like okay Mm -hmm. I could do that too someday there was two bedrooms so we each had our own space super comfy beds one bathroom but that was fine it was just the two of us and then huge wraparound deck in the pine trees Mm -hmm. like we were literally greeted by elk like yes three feet away like off of the deck when we got there and just looking at us like, oh, hey, Mm -hmm. you're here too. (laughs) Um, If you follow us on Instagram, we shared lots of cozy details and made everybody drool a little bit. But (laughs) the fireplace was a highlight. Kelsey just had that that wood burning fire I chan- going. I the channeled whole time. my I channeled my Girl Scout skills. You did. You did. Chip Kid would have been proud. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was funny because we were grabbing firewood at the gas station on the way up, and I'm like, "Oh, we'll grab a bag of that firewood too." And Kelsey's like, "No, I think we need two. No three. No, make it four. And I was, <laughs> and it was actually perfect. We yep. we only didn't burn one log, yep. so we left that there for the next person. But it was just 
the best atmosphere imaginable mm. yes. for what we needed. It yes. was perfection. Yes. So, and they were great hosts. Highly recommend. I do a lot of Airbnbs in that area, and this was one of the best ones. So, if mm. you are looking for a little trip to that area, I check that out. It was so perfect. Okay. So let's talk about what we did all weekend besides grin and be <laughs> yes. cozy and make fires, um, what we got done and maybe what was the most valuable part of the trip for you? Well, gosh, there are so many, it feels like almost so many different aspects to the trip and just all, all so valuable, but let me start. So just having uninterrupted time for podcast planning and just taking care of all these little tasks. Mm-hmm that have to do with the podcast that just always kind of fall by the wayside because honestly, Mm -hmm. just with the busy seasons of life that we're in and especially how the last two years have been, it just has sometimes felt that we are producing the podcast by the skin of our teeth. because we are. Because we are. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, still absolutely loving it and so happy to be doing it, but it is just kind of all we can do to just get the show Uh out every Uh two weeks. So anyway, little tasks like, updating our Instagram profile photo. Yeah. I mean, we had a, an amazing photo shoot back in September yeah. that were like, let's use these updated, amazing photos mm-hmm. of us. But that's just the kind of stuff that we never have time to mm-hmm. do. So so just doing that, we're often, you know, kind of planning or chatting about podcast admin just over text or in the few minutes after we record mm-hmm. when we know we're about to have to be on mom duty. Yeah. So just having that time to really settle into talking about mm-hmm. all of that stuff with you. I think in addition, just having time to kind of reflect and appreciate and be excited about the show and the community of listeners that's been created around it and just, you know, share with each other and be excited about how much we love producing Mm -hmm. the show, how much we love our creative partnership and all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is just a really cool thing to, like I said, we're just so in the weeds of just sometimes getting it out to just get to step back and be like, look at this thing we've been doing doing and how much we love it. Mm -hmm. So that was just so cool. Um, And then just that time to think bigger about the show, what we'd like to do with it, what bigger content themes we want to incorporate. I mean, all, all of that. Yeah. It was just all the good things. Incredible. Yeah. We went out Friday night for pizza. You introduced me to a place I've had my eye on. It's like this mm, yes. little cozy bar, pizza, big like outdoor patio with a wood-burning fireplace. And it had the best pizza. Mm-hmm. We just hung out and talked about what we love about our podcast, what's working, how we can make sure it keeps working and is fun. Then we went back to the cabin. I introduced you to an Arctic show. Yes. Because it was chilly and it felt right. <laughs> it so was you right. needed to do your nails. And we did. <laughs> I, we watched Life Below Zero. Next Generation. You guys know I'm obsessed. It's on the Disney Channel. Nat Geo. <laughs> highly recommend. I will just tell you, Kelsey needed to binge three episodes. Yep. So there's something very entrancing about yes. watching people survive in the Arctic. I loved that. Um, yeah. Then Saturday morning, we had some individual work time and just like gave each other then like feedback on mm-hmm. our editorial calendars for my individual podcast, Homeschoolhood, and Kelsey's Rising Shining blog and the audio blog that goes with that. And just, it was so cool to be like, okay, are you in a place to get some feedback? Yeah. Let's uh-huh. put the compute, like, and just bouncing ideas off of each other um, with somebody that gets it. Exactly. And also knows you so well. So they can be like, you know, I think your particular strength that you need to highlight more with this mm-hmm. show is this or that. Mm-hmm. So it was just a really valuable time. Um, we had a working lunch to like 12, 2.30 on mm-hmm. um, Saturday, just 
all about Girl Next Door. So doing our editorial calendar, like Kelsey said, talking about all the things we needed to. Then we had an afternoon, evening, social media, growth, future talk, <laughs> um, and leftover pizza from the night before. And it was just, we did go anywhere Saturday and it, it was, was perfect perfection. Sweatpants all day. Um, Sunday morning, we had one more fire and Kelsey was so sweet. She's like, I will, I'll be the morning host. So, cause she's like, I, you know, I, I bumble my way into the kitchen at least an hour after Kelsey's been awake. Um, but she gets the coffee going and warmed up the croissants and it's just, it's just works out really well. Yes. I think the most valuable part to me is just that perfect mix of friend time, productive time. I felt more energized, mm-hmm. um, than I have in a very long time, yeah. given our current last couple of years, like you said, we've been keeping it going, but it's been hard. And it was so great to be able to reconnect with each other, mm-hmm. with our love for this project, with our creativity. Um, yeah. All of the things I just, I was like, this is top five weekend of my life. Definitely. Top five weekend. De- and I think you said that on Saturday, I like we so. were just halfway. I wasn't it. even, it could have gone <laughs> South from there and it still would have been. the. <laughs> it was great. I think just like you said, like that mix of just friend time, just getting to have deep conversations with you to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that mixture of then getting to connect over these creative projects that bring us so much energy and that, like you said, no one else gets it, kind yeah. of like the two of us. Yeah. I certainly love talking about my blogging and podcasting with other friends, mm-hmm. but if you're not in it and know all about mm-hmm. how to produce the show and what goes into an editorial calendar and it's all like of its that, own language and neither bit. of us get bored about no. it. Like if I'm talking to other friends, like, okay, I've probably talked about the podcast <laughs> enough now. And both of us are like, no, I Their want eyes more. are glazing over. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I was literally like horse, I think, because we were doing <laughs> so much talking and just excitedly sharing ideas. Yes. Um, yeah. So, okay. Sometimes traveling with other people can mm-hmm. be a little bit stressful if you're not on the same wavelength, but I want to share a little bit about how well we travel together. Cause we like <laughs> fully realized this this <laughs> yes. weekend. This is the longest, like just you and I have gone somewhere. Yeah. We've gone on book club retreats or whatever, but w- let's talk about what kind of travelers we each are We each are, and kind of what makes it work. Okay. So I think I am, I mean, both a particular traveler, but can go with the flow mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think we both are that way. Yeah. And I think we're both almost particular and go with the flow in the same way. Yeah. And I think we both know, we know, ourselves so well Mm -hmm. and we know the other one Mm -hmm. so well so I just felt totally comfortable being like hey let's just have introvert time for the next 45 minutes and not only because I know that you would take no offense and want to do that but I also know that you would also love to do that yeah totally (laughs) yeah I just think we both say what we want Mm -hmm. and are thinking and Mm -hmm. I think especially something that drives me a little bit crazy with Trips with groups of women sometimes. Our book club retreat is not this way. Mm -hmm. It's why this works too. But it's like nobody wants to offend. Everyone's worried about being too nice. Well, I don't know. What do you want to do? Instead of just being like, you know, I could really go for a salad. Mm -hmm. I could really, you know, any place like this, I'm not a big fan of Chinese food, whatever. Just like say what you want. And I think that that works and kind of what we were thinking and wanted out of the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think energy-wise, we are both very introverted. So we had zero problem taking that time for ourselves when Mm -hmm. we took it. We had zero problems staying in the cabin all weekend. Mm -hmm. Like that was just perfect for us. Um, We kind of went with our strengths. Like I put the dishes away and cleaned up at night. Kelsey hosted (laughs) and got the coffee going in the morning. So we kind of worked with our natural energy. And yeah, just being super 
clear about what kind of trip it would be, what mm-hmm. the kind of the goals were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we even chatted about that maybe on the drive up. Like, yeah, I, like what I, are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. And I'd kind of thought too, like, okay, the drive up is just friend catch up time, like decompress from the week. And mm-hmm. I think I might've even asked you like, okay, what is like just your emotional state going into yes. this weekend? Like, like are you specific. super stressed out? Like, you know, yeah. just kind of touching base on that. And then and then I think we kind of talked about, okay, what do we want to get done? We knew we wanted to do podcast planning, but what does that really look like? And kind of identified mm-hmm. those different things. And then I think we just made sure we had time to do them. Yeah. I think too, just like any trip, I think we need a little, even if you're not super introverted, I think sometimes building in more time alone and mm-hmm. some space, like your own bed, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like we're not in college anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't want to share beds no. and sleep on floors. Right. Like it just, you know what I mean? So I just feel like having that in mind, cause it can feel like, oh, this is supposed to be fun, but why is it not fun? Because mm-hmm. your back really hurts because you slept on the floor. Like, <laughs> right. you know, just building in ways to make yourself comfortable. Like mm-hmm. I will unabashedly sleep in a closet so that I have my own <laughs> yes, little space and cubby. Cause I just need that to feel right. like I can then you know, recharge and be with all of the people. Yes. So I think that just goes so much to just knowing yourself and not being worried about offending someone else. Cause honestly, you will just give the other person permission to also be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I did, and maybe this can be helpful to other people who are a little bit nervous about saying their preferences on Saturday night, we were kind of finishing with dinner and maybe just had been chatting for a long time. And I said, okay, for the rest of the evening, I, first of all, I said, so I'm going to bed at nine. I'm giving myself a bedtime because I want to get a really good night's sleep. And I just said, okay, for the rest of the night, I could either continue our conversation (laughs) because I'm really enjoying that. I could go for a good like home renovation show on Netflix, or if you're ready for just like some personal time reading, whatever, what are you feeling? Right. You know, just like, I mean, the level, the explicit level of conversation (laughs) we have is probably real nerdy to other people, but it makes for a super enjoyable trip. Yes. It's just like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Instead of just like, you know, I just feel like there are trips that I've had where someone definitely wants to go see everything and do everything. And you almost feel bad instead of just saying, you know, Mm -hmm. I just think I'll stay back Mm -hmm. and do my own thing or Mm -hmm. just, you know, just being very specific about what you're looking for, I think helps. Okay. So we both firmly believe that women especially should make time away like this a priority more often when possible. So let's share some thoughts on how to ditch the mom guilt and just make it happen. I love that we're talking about this. We did a fair bit of discussing this very topic and getting fired up about it on our retreat. Get ready to get some permission. (laughs) That's right. And even as I was filling out my outline, I could just tell (laughs) tell I was getting fired up. (laughs) But I think basically echoing just what you said, you, and I'm speaking to all of our listeners there, you are entitled to spend time on things that make your heart sing, even if they make zero dollars. And in fact, if you have to pay to do those things, because that is just one of the beautiful experiences of being human and everyone that has the capability to do that, you Mm -hmm. should do it. I deserve it. I am slow clapping right now, but I won't do that into the mic (laughs) because it'll mess up our levels. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot agree with that more. Get it on the calendar and booked, Mm -hmm. number one, Mm because I think that's half the battle sometimes. It's just like- It really is. We talk about it. We talk about it. We talk about it. Oh, we should do this. We should do this. We should do a girl's trip. And Mm -hmm. then it never happens. Mm -hmm. Like, get it on the calendar and booked. Talk to your partner about what would work. If if you have one of those, make it clear that you need it. It's not 
like the, I'm doing this. So mm-hmm. let's find a time to make it mm-hmm. happen. And in most healthy relationships, we're not talking about like, you know, an, an abusive, difficult right. relationship is something else. But in most healthy relationships, I think it's more of a communication issue than anything else. And mm-hmm. that will not be an issue with your partner. Your kids, them, the dogs, the cats will be fine without you for a weekend. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest about this, at least for me. Sometimes mom guilt creeping in is a noble disguise for self-importance and you thinking that you need things done your way and your systems are going to get messed up, especially when your kids are little and that you are good at what you do. You're the best one to put them to bed, all of that kind of stuff, but let them figure it out without you. Mm -hmm. It's really okay. And Mm -hmm. it's okay for your co-parent to parent differently than you do as long as you're like on the same page about the important things, right? Um. And just give yourself and your family a chance to miss each other once in a while. Yes. We've all been together a lot. We a sure lot have. the last couple of years. We sure have. What, so, what a gift. Yes. <laughs> for, My for kids all of missed us. me, sent me sweet little oh, emojis from their iPads. That it's was like, so sweet. You need to remember that you miss mom mm-hmm. when I'm not there all the time. So yes. it's important. I I just I really believe that we are more fulfilled and happier people when we nurture our own interests and passions. Yeah. And And I think it's so important to remember that that does not detract from our full-time jobs or being mothers or other responsibilities and, in fact, makes us better versions of ourselves so that we are better moms, employees, wives, anything else. Mm -hmm. I I really feel that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just really kind of think about what is my best Kelsey self? And that includes time for these really important things. And even time to talk about something that doesn't have anything to do with your family, like who you are as a person Mm -hmm. first. I don't feel like we talked about our kids that much. Mm -mm. Kind of sprinkled in here, they're catching up, but but we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. Exactly. And I think sometimes we forget if we're in the, in the thick of it with little ones that like we are a whole person Mm -hmm. before them and we still are our own person, you know, and a mother. So I think an important point about this too, and I had read something about this years ago when I was just kind of earlier in blogging and I I guess kind of getting into podcasting, kind of, you know, venturing out in these creative endeavors that didn't really have a roadmap Mm -hmm. for it and just read this really incredible advice that no one else needs to give you permission. Yeah. Like you have permission. I think it can be hard when we're wanting to do something that is not just on the usual path, or Mm -hmm. maybe that is in addition to a more traditional job or Mm -hmm. something like that. And and no one is actually going to give you permission to do that. Mm -hmm. But you can just decide, I'm going to decide this is important to Mm -hmm. me, and then I'm going to put time, energy, money towards it, and that's okay. Yeah, I love it. Um, Okay, we also want to fully acknowledge that there are seasons of life, we have been in them ourselves before, and financial circumstances that make a full weekend away difficult. But what are your ideas for maybe creating some of those cozy creative vibes for yourself on a smaller scale or making time for your passions and to connect with like-minded women if it can't be a weekend away necessarily? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I love this. And honestly, that is usually our lives, right, right. you know, I mean, we might get one weekend <laughs> mm-hmm. away, but usually we are have to, having to find this time for ourselves. So f- just following up on what I said before about permission, it's, it's as easy as you have to decide to do it and uh-huh. then you just and then do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. And so what, what that actually looks like is I think 
having a more concrete idea of what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is exploring starting a podcast or those lingering family photo albums that you've mm-hmm. just really been wanting to finish and painting, playing piano, yes, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think just being really specific mm-hmm. about like what that would actually look like if you had two or three hours yeah. to spend on that and then looking at the calendar and finding that time. Mm-hmm. And it might be a Tuesday evening after the kids go to bed, yeah. but Uh, In the seasons of life where that's been my only time, I mentally just all day long, I mean, I have it on the calendar and Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking about when Mm -hmm. the kids go to bed, then I get to work on my writing and I'll maybe have my computer out and I'll have a mug of tea, like prepped, ready to make. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that when the kids are in bed and even though I feel tired, I have all my stuff and Mm -hmm. it's like, no, I said I was going to do this. And so sit down to do it. I would also say find the friend who is going to encourage you and help you to be accountable. And I think the way that you do this is you bring up these interests or potential passions in conversation. Mm -hmm. And the friend that is saying, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to do Mm -hmm. this or that is asking you more questions, like that's the friend that then you might say, hey, what if we like both tried to make time for this or, you know, whether it's together or separate and you can, I don't know. I just think that is, can be really powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's just really something to that. I would also say, go find that friend in a place where they do that thing that you want to do. So (laughs) if you want to paint, Mm -hmm. go find a painting buddy that's also in a, you know, once a week painting class or something because you already know they're interested. It might not just naturally come up in your friend circles, but go find that. Find it online. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so much connection. We are connected with so many people online who Mm -hmm. encourage us creatively and professionally. And so that, that is just super important. Yeah, I would say, you know, what we've done like you said, a couple of years, this podcast was made after bedtime on a mm-hmm. Tuesday night yep. and with zero energy. Like I'm going to need to bring over a coffee <laughs> That's right. and, you know, I'm coming in my slippers, but I will yep. be there. And so you do have to really set aside the time, but then commit to it. Don't talk yourself out of it. Like this is not important. Laundry is more important or mm-hmm. I should be doing this or that. Like commit to that time. Um I think even like it might be a whole day if you need a chunk of time, Mm -hmm. like a Saturday that your partner can take the kids and maybe you take them on Sunday if they have something they want to do. Even just an afternoon or a morning, like a half day set aside. Something I did while we were on our retreat is sent my husband calendar invites for like every other Saturday morning for me to record homeschoolhood because Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time having enough in the pipeline for that. So Mm -hmm. we talked about like, That was one thing Kelsey was like, okay, what could you do to get ahead? Mm Because it's weekly so that you feel like, you know, you can keep the factory going, you know? So I specifically was like, here you go. Here's a calendar invite. Put it on your calendar. There is really something so powerful Mm -hmm. about just a calendar block. Yeah. Suddenly it feels more important. You feel more committed Mm -hmm. to it. So I absolutely love that. And it's putting it up there on that level with soccer practice, with gymnastics, with all the other things that you make a priority Mm -hmm. for your family. Do the same thing for your own things. Yes. Um, I think you can trade babysitting with another mom. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have no interest in any creative project. They want to go run errands Mm -hmm. or whatever, but you could say, hey, 
Wednesday afternoons, Mm -hmm. you know, the kids come home early from school or whatever. Can we trade off whose house they play at Mm -hmm. and we can just get stuff done? You don't have to do anything super productive. Maybe you want to schedule reading time for yourself Mm -hmm. every Wednesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Like don't worry about justifying it. But then I think even for those times, you can't necessarily have the kids elsewhere. Just like like you said, setting up rituals for yourself, like a candle and a lamp and a journal and a special chair after the kids Mm -hmm. go to bed to get back to writing or to read or paint or cross stitch or whatever it is, including some things that make it more attractive Mm -hmm. even and more special, I think will start to get you in the mindset of making it a priority. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree. Recommend. Yeah, I love that. Um, I would also encourage people to remember your local library, which is a place Mm. where you can go for free, Mm -hmm. set up at a table and spend as long as you like. Um, Usually ours is like this. You can bring coffee, you can bring snacks, bring your earbuds in case you need some white noise Mm -hmm. um, and get to work. So I love that because, you know, coffee shops are not always a great place to set up to work. You do have to buy things and just you never know how loud the music is going to be. So, yeah, just remember that resource. Mm -hmm. Um, I have definitely used that at times that has felt like quite a great retreat. And ours, we can even rent rooms, Mm -hmm. like not rent. You don't have to pay for them. That's right. Reserve on the schedule to reserve like your own room if you just need like yes an isolation chamber for a little while we hope we've given you all the encouragement to do something similar even if it's on a smaller scale make time for yourself make time to talk with like-minded women yes just do it just do it if you needed permission which you don't we're giving it to you now here it is we're very (laughs) passionate about this okay all that being said besides cozy cabin retreats what else are you obsessed with lately I am obsessed with my Nespresso milk frother. Mm -hmm. You said that you have one Mm -hmm. of these too. So I have had before just the little stick milk frothers Mm -hmm. and those work okay. I have never had one last longer than just a few months. So when I was visiting my friend Allison in Portland, she had one of these. And it's one of those things that from the first time I used it, I just said, oh, I've got to have this. Yeah. I immediately texted yes, I immediately texted the link to Chris and said, put this on my Christmas list. <laughs> and it did show up under the Christmas tree for me. So this is a canister, mm-hmm. a little canister appliance. You pour your milk in, has a little heating and foaming yes, that's element. The key. So the heated milk, because I usually was in the habit of put like pouring my half and half and then putting that in the microwave mm-hmm. and heating it up for mm-hmm. a little bit. I like everything to be as hot and steamy as possible. So anyway, this just makes beautifully foamed steamed milk. It is making my coffee and my tea just feel so fancy, so delicious. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it. I almost brought it on our weekend because I am very particular. I brought my own tea mug. I just have noticed as I get older, I am more and more particular and I'm bringing more and more things that I really shouldn't have to bring when I travel, but that just bring me joy. So I was, I'm going to say I was jealous of your big tea mug because I used the little (laughs) ones at the Airbnb and I was like, I really want this full of more coffee. That's right. Put it on your packing Mm -hmm. list for next year. Okay, I'm obsessed with something that we discovered was delicious on our weekend retreat. We weren't planning on this. I brought ciabatta and Mm. tomato soup. Kelsey was making fun of my can of tomato soup (laughs) until she had that with her lunch and it was delicious. But what we did with the ciabatta was spread pimento cheese from Trader Joe's on it. You guys know Kelsey No, first we toasted it. Yes, toast it first. Key. So it was kind of like a toasted cheese sandwich with 
pimento cheese. It was so good. I can't stop thinking about it. It was and so good. And need to go immediately to yes. Trader Joe's and get some more. It was such a perfectly collaborative lunch yes. that ended up being the most delicious it really perfect was. lunch ever. That with the harvest apple salad from mm-hmm. Trader Joe's. I'm like, this this lunch needs to be on repeat the rest of winter for me. It was so me. good. Okay. I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. We just love doing this show and mostly love the genuine connection we feel with all of you. Thank you for all your continued support of the show from shopping our Amazon affiliate links, supporting us, which makes weekends like this even possible for us to sharing the show with a friend and interacting with us on Instagram. We just feel the love and greatly appreciate it. Um, We love taking you along on this retreat with us on Instagram and have lots going on over there right now. So make sure you're following us at Hi Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode with a link to the Airbnb and all of the things are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we'd love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. My front door just blew open of its own of its own accord hold on um tell me what you had for breakfast i had a bagel with cream cheese financial circumstances that would make i think you missed it you missed i missed a whole back it up back it up lad wait (laughs) okay i'm going back i mean i do agree with that statement but (laughs) but wait for it Take us out, Erica. (laughs)